Verulam Sports. Hello again and welcome to Verulam Sports. And everybody listening in regularly will know we bang the drum. We're passionate believers in the important role of women in sport. And it is coming up to International uh, Women's Day on Monday, March the 8th. And it just feels appropriate. It's always a pleasure anyway to welcome one of the most hardworking uh, women and indeed human beings that I know in all of sport. The wonderful head coach, director of netball for the Saracens Mavericks. It is, of course, the one and only Kat Ratnapala. Kat, how are you? Welcome back to Barrel Sports. Very well, thank you, Tony. Thanks for having me on, as always. Well, look, it's a real pleasure. I appreciate your uh roles multiple roles i don't know how you do it i've said that before uh, i also massively value your insights into process driven uh focused uh, team building which i think you're a true uh liver of your uh philosophy which is rare but cat before we get into all things mavs i want to get into a little bit all things cat because it is international women's day and I'd like to just uh, invite you, please, to tell me a little bit about your passion for sport. What got you into that? And yeah, just a little bit about your journey in context as a very uh, busy, very important uh, female coach. Uh, thanks, Tony. It was um, by, by chance, really, from playing the sport that I love and, and being involved in netball um, and as a player, um, just wanting to be with my teammates, enjoy the game, etc. Um, I went actually down to University of Bath where um, I studied sports science and, and worked with some amazing coaches there. Lynn Gunson from New Zealand was an amazing ambassador for, for our game. Um, and uh, from, from there, just really working um, with a lot of female athletes coming through. Um, it was a real challenge, to be honest, to get netball at that time. It was considered not really a professional sport or even semi-professional sport. Um, and for us really to put netball on the ladder and make sure that people were taken as seriously as athletes and and absolutely it's changed now it's um we're holding holding our own you know the fact that we're getting you know forty thousand plus views yep. on youtube etc is fantastic um and it's it, it was a real opportunity for me to join mavericks and and really drive the sport forward and saracens mavericks forward um alongside the rugby as well um but but really for netball to stand on its own two feet and and to really drive forward um in their own rights do you know, I absolutely love that. And um, the thing is as well, it must be really uh, refreshing and confidence instilling to see that journey and appreciate the panorama of the progress that netball has made and the embracing of professionalism within netball. And we've spoken many times, haven't we, about the support that Sky provides in order to... Um, you know, enhance that to, to share the vision of, uh, of netball, which is great. But let's just take us back to those early days. Tell me a little bit about some of the challenges and barriers that many women listening in may still have in their heads about getting into sport, be it your great sport or netball or just sport in general. 
oh, I think there's so many challenges. And I think, you know, motherhood comes into it with, you know, having a break and making sure um, either you do have a break or you don't have a, a break. Some fantastic ambassadors, Sophie Kandepa, um, who plays for WAS, um, had a baby and came back, Ebony. Uh, so Brown, who, who had a baby and came back into the sport and is playing this season. Um, I, I think um, it's a real challenging time for, for people to go through that, that change in your life where sure. you want all things motherhood um yet you've still got your passion and your desire as well to to still do the sport or play the sport that you want to so um, there's lots of different challenges that go through and, and i think you're um generally as you go through life it's it's lots of different directions that your life can take and for you it's making sure that you're keeping yourself happy and, and sane especially over this lockdown period um and doing what you want to do um and uh, making sure that you're you're fulfilling your life as much as you can so making sure that you're making those right changes and and directions that you want to do um but you're still a person at the end of the day you have your motherhood um but you're still a person and you've still got your own individual goals that you want to succeed and to challenge yourself with as well so um so yeah it's, it's lots of different turns and, and curves that your life can take but the the most important thing is making sure that you're you're doing what you want to do and you've got that support network around you as well and again, netball's progress is phenomenal. I think uh, one of the fastest growing sports in the country, uh, certainly at grassroots level. We'll talk about your upcoming Easter community netball camps in a moment. So again, the trend is certainly very positive indeed. Um, but I guess just let's future gaze momentarily because whilst all that is wonderful and the progress is in there to be embraced, I know Kat as a very uh, aware human of the need to be aware of processes towards bigger visions. Where do you think the ultimate future can be for female sports? Can you allow yourself to imagine a world of total equality in terms of pay and general um, the way netball and indeed female sports is recognized and rewarded in the bigger, broader sporting psyche here in the UK? I think that would, that's obviously the, the aim and the goal um, to be there. I think we're a little way off now. And I think, um, as I say, this COVID time um, has, has been a bit of a challenge um, for a lot of women's sports to get back out there. Um, and there, is, there, there are quite a few women's sports from um, football and other from, from other sports that are struggling sure. to and get back into to where they were um, so for us it's, it's making sure that we're doing everything we can obviously you mentioned with Sky that we've got a fantastic opportunity all of our, our games are on YouTube um, so anyone can Google us and, and um, we'll come up our, our games will come up on YouTube which is fantastic um, to get the visibility back out there um, I think for us is making sure that we can get the fans back out and hopefully we can get fans back into our, our stadiums at the end of the year um, that would be fantastic to have everybody back in and, and support supporting us etc um, and you know for us just to continue to grow I think that yeah. the bigger venues that we can get um, such as copper box etc if we can sell that out for all of our games that will be fantastic so that's definitely where we're, we're heading to go and I tell you what um, knowing you as I've come to do I'm very confident that uh, that will be achieved in the fullness of time and I've got two double thumbs raised at the prospect uh, hopefully before too very long of uh, fans back in all of sports because uh, it must be weird for the players. It must be weird. It's weird for me as an armchair pundit, which is all I am in life, watching <laughs> all levels of sports. But it must be a, a different, unique challenge for the players because 
there is this wonderful synergy, isn't there, between feeding off the uh, encouragement of the fans. And it could be as simple as sometimes as a Razzie Quasi interception, which gets that roar, which shifts momentum. And without that, I know they're professional, but they're having to kind of derive that out of nothing, aren't they? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know whether many people have, have watched um, some of the games on, on YouTube or on, indeed on Sky. We've got some kind of white noise going on behind the scenes um, and, and we can hear that as well. So I think screaming children, as much as I love them, um, I'm kind of getting away from that, especially with homeschool at the moment. Um, it, it's a bit of a challenge, to be honest, when you're sitting in a very empty, um, it's in, in effect, a warehouse in Wakefield. Um, and, and we've got these kind of screaming children in the back uh, of just literally white noise. It's, it's definitely not the same as having, you know, people there. And, and as you say, the engagement of the fans is, is something that we, we always look to do in, in before games and after games. We always look to, to go up and meet our fans. And it's great that, that people can still watch us. And the messages that we're getting through from people watching is fantastic. So for us, the engagement is still there with, with fans and making sure that we can do everything that we can. Um, we've had Instagram takeovers, yeah. except that Joe Tripp's done. Um, probably wasn't the nicest one that yesterday that she showed her, her broken toenail. Um, however, um, it's, it's still, you know, making sure that we are trying to engage with the fans as much as we can during this time. Um, but absolutely, you know, to have people there and, and back supporting us will be amazing. And hopefully in the second leg of this season, at Copper Box, we, we might be able to have some fans back in. We'll watch this space. We'll look forward to that day. But in the here and now, uh, last time you and I spoke, uh, again, you were getting ready to go up to Wakefield. You were unbeaten two from two. Uh, it was a tough fixture. We kind of pitched it as an acid test because um, Love Lightning, their only defeat was, I think, against high-flying uh, Bath. So they were very much uh, a challenger team, giving a sense of where you're currently at. And a tough game, a slow start for the Mavs as you went down to a 60 to 35 defeat. But um, it must be interesting for you to see Gabby Marshall making her first appearance. Talk me through about what was learned from a coaching point of view from that uh, defeat. Oh, the Loughborough game was was a tough one, as you say. Um, they are um, they, they haven't had a, an unchanged squad for a number of years. Susie Liversidge, um, who, who I know from a club perspective, um, came through and played for them, which is a slight change um, within their squad. And um, they have got some other youngsters as well. Um, Alice Harvey played in the back mm -hmm. end. Um, you know, for us, they they played exceptionally. Um, Loughborough were um, a class above us in that game, and. Um, they, there wasn't um, many, many room for, for errors. Sure. And uh, unfortunately, that's where we became unstuck. Um, as you mentioned, the likes of Gabs um, came in. Um, Gabby Marshall came in for her first game of the season. She was capped to a quarter, unfortunately. Um, and we had the likes of Inamori and Jodie um, Gibson, who, who couldn't play due to COVID. So we were missing a few players, but hands up, Loughborough were a different class. And, uh, you know, for us, it was just a really tough outing for us um, to make sure that we went on and, and we delivered our best. And, and I think the disappointment in that game was we weren't doing the basics well. It sounds yeah. very good, but we weren't doing the basics well. There were errors creeping into our game that were uncharacteristic. Um, and it's all about leaders stepping up mm -hmm. and delivering. Court and, and we didn't have those leaders stepping up and wanting the ball, demanding the ball enough. So, um, yeah, areas learnt and, and really um, a disappointment in a lot of respects. And, and we had some real honest chats with, with mm -hmm. people at the end of the game. 
um, and the, the week after the game as well, just to make sure that we did have accountability for people mm -hmm. to step up and deliver. Um, and we wanted people to step up and, and you know, take it on, on their shoulders and really yes. make sure that they are pulling the team forward. So um, it was honest chats. It was um, back to the drawing board very much from, from a training perspective. And, and um, you know, we talk about the bounce back its ability. Easy for me to say. Um, and we really demanded that in training and um, that the girls really demanded that more importantly. And uh, we stepped up and obviously played our next game against Dragons. Um, we did have Inamarie Venter back into the squad and Jodie Gibson and Gaz was able to play a few more quarters, which is, is helpful as well. Um, and we absolutely had that in the first quarter. We went out and, um, and we smashed it. In, in that which, is, which is fantastic. Again, taking on those lessons and that's um, heeding the message of leadership and doing precisely as you said, bounce back ability applied on the pitch. Because in that fourth uh, game, it was uh, a, a good win, um, 61 to 41, a 20 point winning margin in that fixture. Uh, Georgie Lee's player of the match. But talk to me a little bit about the return of Jody Gibson, who I think was being in forced layoff for a couple of seasons. Yeah, Jodie struggled uh, with the knee, um, knee issues for a couple of years now. And um, it's all credit to her for all of the, the strength and resilience that she's shown in her character. Um, we signed her last year knowing that she was managing this knee niggle. Um, and she has been training with England Roses and with all of their support staff there um, from a medical perspective. Um, she's been working with us and trying to get back. Obviously, COVID hasn't helped just with, she's actually from Manchester originally. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's making sure that we're working with her as much as we can. She's actually teaching in Mill Hill, um, so close to us. Um, she's, she's a teacher there, a netball, uh, head of netball, um, and working with the students there. And um, she's been absolutely phenomenal just coming in and working with us and trying to do as much as she can. She's had a bit of a stint with COVID as well. So unfortunately, she's had a slower return to mm -hmm. play. Hence why, again, she was restricted court time. Um, but she's such a, an amazing person to have around, uh, amazing personality as well mm -hmm. as an amazing athlete. Um, and it was great to, to see her back onto court um, against Dragons for her first outing. So I'm hopeful that you'll be seeing a lot more of her in, in the next coming weeks um, of the season as well. But yeah, fantastic to have her back in. And as I say, Inna Marie as well, back in um, for the first time for, for her to get out on court as well. So a few more new Maverick spaces coming in um, with the like of, likes of Bella Bayliss from our pathway. Yep. And Brick Clark from our pathway, so four new Mavericks players this year to, to don the court, which is fantastic for us to to bring new faces and and uh, and to develop some more players into the Mavericks pathway. Hey, the Mavericks slew the Dragons, which is important. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it was Meatloaf who sang two out of three ain't bad. Well, a three from four is reasonably good i would say but i know again coming back to you as a focused process driven court uh, and coach that's always that elusive perfection is being sought knowing full well that it may well never be achieved what are you looking for to see the team deliver in the next game obviously we're talking international women's day it's mothering sunday your mm -hmm. next fixture march the 14th as you travel up to scotland i think to take on the strathclyde sirens what are you expecting from the Mavs for this fixture? Yeah, I mean, Sirens have had a, a really good start for, for the season. Um, they're definitely not to be underrated. Um, they have 
been growing um, and they've got uh, Karen Atkinson, one of uh, Maverick's old um, coaches, uh, working with them at the moment. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, I, I've got full respect for, for them mm -hmm. as a side and for them as players. So really exciting to, to go up. We're, we're still going up to Wakefield, so it's a centralised venue, so still oh, yeah. going up to Wakefield and, and playing them. Um, but it's, it's going to be a really tough game and I'm really looking forward to it. As I say, hopefully we can bring some more players back in um, into the game, uh, making sure that we can continue to build so still doing the basics well and making sure that we're rewarding all of the opportunities that our defensive end are giving us once again the signs are looking strong uh, for the Mavs and we look to continue to support you throughout your Vitality Premier League season and looking ahead uh, for that return of the fans which I'm sure we're all going to be infused for um, big games coming up but I know again uh, you are so instrumental in being not only uh, building the brand, the Mavericks, uh, Saracens Mavericks, but also an ambassador for the wonderful sport of netball. Tell me a little bit about the exciting Easter community netball camps coming up. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a lot with our community. We're, we're trying to, and we've got news that we can get the, the community netball back under running, which is fantastic. Our under-19s and under 20 just started back training this week, um, which they have been so excited to do. Um, and we've also had the England netball um, pathway camp this weekend as well, that we've got a number of athletes attending. So really excited for them. Um, but yeah, absolutely can't wait to get all of the community pathway camps under running. And, um, and I've been delivering one this Wednesday. Um, there's more to, to come as well. Um, so it's getting people back into getting your body moving. Yeah. Not so much workouts but a lot of twisting and turning etc that your body needs to do within netball um, so for all age groups we can um, collaborate with them and, and get them back onto the court so uh, really excited to start that process absolutely and again really raising a glass uh, quite literally for all that you do for the great spot of netball and for the awesome team that is saracens mavericks um, more critically, again, we're looking forward to when fans will be uh, filling out the copper box. But for now, how can we engage with you across social media and online? Yeah, so we're on all social media platforms. Um, so you can just search up Saracens Mavericks um, or visit our website, which is www.mavericksnetball.co.uk. Kat, as always, just remind us of that again, just one more time. Yeah, it's um, www.mavericksnetball.co.uk. Perfect. Well, look, it's always a pleasure to enjoy your company. I wish you and team every continued success. We'll look forward to uh, enjoying your experiences of this season. Three wins from four, pretty strong. Will the Mavs build on that? We're excited for when we can get in and cheer them on, but for now, engage with them across all forms of social media. And if you're interested to engage with them and uh, partake in the wonderful sport of netball, check out and learn more about those fantastic Easter community camps coming up over the coming weeks. Kat, real pleasure to enjoy your company. Keep well keep safe look forward to speaking again very soon thank you tony thank you take care